right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are your hosts, Hannah. And Nicole. And today we're talking about episode four of Girls, titled Hannah's Diary. Not my diary. Oh, oh. we're really... We're on different pages today. <laughs> um, I'm going to start off the bat with this one. Um, I did not like this episode. I found it very upsetting. Yeah, I, as I was watching it, I was like, I don't really want to talk about this. Yeah. And I All right, episode over. <laughs> yeah, episode over. We're just kind of skipping this. We'll talk about the two things that I want to talk about and we'll move on. We're going to ignore Hannah's boss is what I would yeah. love to do. Yeah. But that's what I would really love to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, this episode is upsetting and just like, yeah, upsetting in a way that I just genuinely... On a Friday, I don't want to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we are. Fridays are not for sexual harassment at work. That's <laughs> for a different day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, I'll start off talking about this episode. Okay. Uh, when we are, when we see Hannah and she's wearing a shirt, and we see that just says FBI. I had my money on it that she was going to be wearing a shirt that said FBI, female body inspector. Mm. And I don't even remember what it actually said. But I just was like, yeah, that makes sense for this character to be wearing that kind of shirt. Yeah, I would have loved if it said that. I don't think it did. I think it said something about like bullshit instigator or something like that. Fucking bullshit instigator. Yeah, it wasn't the famous female body. female body inspector which is inherently feminist yeah <laughs> Lena Dunham a feminist after all <laughs> uh yeah but so the beginning of the episode starts with Hannah getting sent a dick pic mm-hmm. um, she does get sent a dick pic from Adam and the way she reacted I thought someone died <laughs> also did you understand what was in the dick pic because I don't think we got like a quick glimpse of it toward when she shows it to the co-workers I think but I from everyone's description of it could not visualize it um I I just found my headphones and that was a nice surprise for me um I took it as it, it was his penis wrapped in some kind of fur. That's the only thing I was able yeah. to press. I don't know. It was very... Brain just could not comprehend. Um, but yeah. So she gets the dick pic from Adam. And she's freaking out. And Charlie... And she wakes up Charlie and Marnie. Yes. Come out. And are like, oh my god, what? And then she shows them the phone, and they're like, whoa. And so they're like talking about it, and Charlie has the phone in his hand. And then uh, Hannah receives another text from Adam. And it says, sorry, that wasn't for you. But sorry is spelled S-R-Y. Yeah, capitals. That's really important. They emphasize it several times. Um, But yeah, sorry, that wasn't for you. And... 
Yeah. I thought that was at first when he sent that, I was like, oh, it's like a cheeky little thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not. And I was like, oh, how embarrassing. Um, and Marnie's like, you cannot respond. Like, do not like, yeah. fuel this fire type of thing. And of course, she responds. And not in the way I thought she was going to respond. Not at all. They go back into the room and instead of like being like, well, who was it for? Or like, I don't know, being like yeah. that. She then rips her shirt off mm-hmm. and proceeds to take um, a weird little nude, a fun little nude, I guess. To With her, her like her chichis in her hand. Yeah. Like cupping each girl like they're family members and making a I... face too. Yes. It's a whole show. It's a production. And I do respect her for that. I, my question was, would you respond? And if so, what would you say? I think in this situation where they have been sleeping together for a while, she likes him a lot. I think I would have responded most definitely. And Mm -hmm. I would, okay. Cause I'm trying to think, do we have reacting? text like can I thumb (laughs) and then go so I would thumbs it up Mm -hmm. go okay (laughs) then who who for I would are you are you thumbsing the picture or the text the text okay sorry it's an important distinction for you I I (laughs) thumbs that up and then I would ask who is it for then because and why the fur yeah lol because i'm a woman and can't just send something without an exclamation point or an lol what a good distinction yeah um (laughs) but also i have a serious question Mm -hmm. front cameras on like iphones and like touch phone touchscreen phones did they not exist back then because why like turn the iphone around Maybe she just wanted to see herself and how she looked. Because I feel like it it was front back cameras and then front-facing cameras. Oh, wait, you, you're saying, like, she turned yeah, it? Yeah, she turned it around. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they were yet. I think yeah. they hadn't. So I was like, whoa, vintage. I know. People are going to make fun of us for that one. Yeah, well, we all experienced it at some point. Yeah. don't remember it um also I thought Charlie was cute during the scene and fun oh my god I thought he was cute and I thought they him and Marnie almost had a cute moment where they, they were so cute uh, close to having a cute moment because she was like you never send me dick pics and he was like do you want them and she was like no <laughs> Rude. and if we didn't know that she hated him could have been cute yeah um yeah and then after this we find out that Hannah has a job yeah, I think we should just breeze. Not, we'll explain it, but we, I don't want to dwell on it too much because it did really upset me. Yeah. Um, Hannah has a job, and at first I said, yay, she has a job, congrats. Um, and then basically her boss walks in and is uh, touching her inappropriately, uh, sexually uh, assaulting her and harassing her. Yeah. Uh, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're rolling past it rolling past it you can't see your faces but we want to die on the inside um and i i just described the scene in my notes as assault for laughs um it was it felt like obviously lena dunham like no this is bad 
but it was also like she was branding it as like oh awkward sometimes your boss does it and it's awkward um and I didn't love it <laughs> ultimately and then she tells her coworkers about it and they're just like yeah that happens sometimes it's just be cool with it you see one older woman walk by and witness that interaction and roll her eyes so clearly right. she's not getting that attention from him which was also like another layer of upsetting Um, oh that's interesting I didn't perceive it that way I perceived that moment as a older woman rolling her eyes like rolling her eyes at him and being like I don't know but yeah I still think it was at him but it was like oh I I don't think that she wishes it was happening to her but it's like oh great younger woman Mm -hmm. in the office for him to, to grow because I like kind of took it that she was like higher up in whatever office setting yeah definitely but yeah we hate that man and I kind of just want to instead of going chronological with that stuff I just focus on it real quick because then later on he does ask her like if it's ever too much like say something and like to try to like I don't know again this is where I I think my when I first tried to watch girls that a lot of my struggle with the show came from is that I can't understand I have a hard time understanding Lena Dunham's approach and like how she wants the show to be perceived and like Mm -hmm. things like this where I'm like are we supposed to sympathize with him or be like oh he could like he's giving her an option like it's not or like, like I don't know like it's just it's weird I have a hard time I agree and I feel like ultimately we know that like even though he gives her the option it's not really an option when you're someone's boss like because uh, there's that inherent power dynamic where you feel pressured to say yes but I agree it's like how are we supposed to feel in this moment that's why I said assault for last because that's what it it felt like it felt like oh this is an awkward work scenario that we've all been in but it also felt like the weird normalization of it yeah um the show at times just does feel like therapy for her mm, yeah in the worst way possible <laughs> like her working through issues that maybe shouldn't it's definitely like maybe let's think through this plot line a little more before it happens um yeah well after so- that we get a Skylar Aston jump scare we do get it. I also, my phone definitely did a little autocorrect because I had, I was looking at my notes and I said, what does that mean? Because it said seller Aston um, <laughs> instead of Skylar Aston. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Him and Shosh have a little something together. And at first, we're really excited about it. And we'll get to why we're not excited about it later. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, because Shosh is walking with Jessa and they run into him. They went to summer camp together at some point. Mm-hmm. And Jessa is like, okay, I'm going to leave you two to whatever this is. I think she <laughs> literally says that. And then they go and sit down and are like chatting. Oh, and he's like, hi, want to hang out later kind of thing. So they make plans to hang out 
And then after that, do we get, what do we get? Because I, in my notes, I have some, this, something about Hannah's eyelids being oily. I have the same note. It's her coworkers being like, trying to touch her up. They're like, your eye, uh, eyelids are oily. And then they, they do her eyebrows. Yes. And then we don't see the eyebrows until later. That's what it is. But yeah, that was funny to me. Um, and we learned that Hannah was vegan once. Yes funny to me for some reason I, I, I feel like it fits with her character to like try it and then not commit to it yeah definitely um, and then we get oh sorry you go you go you introduce I was gonna say we have a scene with Charlie and his stupid annoying lengthy motherfucking friend yeah I unnamed friend hate. doesn't deserve a name he is back to show that men suck yeah he was in our first episode he was at that dinner he brought the opium tea yeah um and they're like writing a song because of course they're in a silly little band just the two of them and he is like you need to teach marnie a a lesson she sucks and just says the most disgusting crude things about her about he's like teach her lesson like fuck her from the back like just get a whip type of thing and i can't imagine allowing someone to say something like that about a stranger much less my girlfriend and I was like Charlie grow a backbone and throw this man out of this apartment yeah it's like why are they still friends because later on we witness that he does not contribute anything to this band Mm -hmm. at all so yeah I that definitely made me dislike Charlie in that moment um okay and then we'll talk about that more in a second because it cuts back to them because they start going around his friend starts going around the apartment looking for women's panties and things like that and then they discover the item that is the title of the episode but before that (laughs) we go back to jessa and she's with the two girls that she nannies and runs into the husband like mm-hmm. the dad and he is with Horatio whatever that actor terrible man's last name is I had no idea who this man is from SNL oh that was him yeah I hope he feels humble- humbled by me a random girl not knowing who he is because uh, he like I do know of his bad works he's a bad person too but yeah so I was like kind of happy that he was in that horrendous outfit the scarf yeah truly did not face me I was like this man is no impact on me I don't remember who said it it might have honestly been Coco Chanel maybe I don't know but who there's that one person famous person in fashion that is like look in the mirror and take one accessory off before you leave (laughs) his character needed to know that because he just had too much going on too many things uh yeah we oh I did have a I had a note that's funny I said this random man sucks um so I apparently did not like him I don't know for what reason I but I wrote this he random man sucks says like gross stuff about Jessa oh that's right yeah so Jessa like walks away with the kids and he's like she has such like a tight ass blah 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 the face of Bridget Bardot yeah so like 
engrossing to say about any woman, but especially your friends, Nanny. Um, we also get a little insight to Jess's relationship with these kids. Um, she's <laughs> some very funny things. Uh, yeah. From writing perfect, uh, perspective. Um, she calls <laughs> one of the kids. She says, you're such a little Nazi. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and then later when they're leaving the dad in Horatio Sands, um, she was like, okay, we're going to go to the park now. And the kid's like, why? And then she's like, a woman should know when she's not wanted. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty good. Um, <laughs> and then after that, it cuts back to Hannah at the office and we get to see her eyebrows. So funny. Yeah. I mean, horrifically drawn on eyebrows. Um, Which made me, because if you looked at the other, two, the girls that did her eyebrows, they have nice eyebrows. So I just felt like they were fucking with her. Oh, I definitely felt like they were fucking her. <laughs> yeah. uh, it felt like a little office haze. Um, and then also, so this is again where I'm like, I were don't they protecting know what her? Dunham is doing mm. is where I'm like, either they're fucking with her or that, because that wasn't my initial thought. My initial thought, because it was like Lena Dunham, and then because of a later joke in the episode, it felt like a racist joke still. Oh, interesting. Adam makes the racist joke later. And so it's oh. like, of course, they don't know how to do a white girl's eyebrows. Like, that's what it felt like of like, oh, oh. letting these two women of color do her eyebrows and they like are bad at it. Like, that's really interesting. I think that makes sense because Adam Driver, when he does see her eyebrows later, he's like, you look like a Mexican teenager. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the idea, like, they're like thick drawn on eyebrows but that like, makes it, sense I like, can't tell the in, the intention of it because yeah my, really see that because they like it feels like they're like messing with her but then we don't actually see that her them messing with her in any other context because they actually kind of like they don't help her but they at least like give her a heads up and explain the situation with the boss right yeah so I don't know again it's where I'm like I don't understand yeah, my brain was also like, oh, maybe they're like giving her bad eyebrows so he would give her less, like, will be less drawn to her. But I also don't think that's the case. No. Um, yeah. And then after the, the eyebrow reveal and some other things I don't want to talk about with the boss, cuts back to Charlie and the unnamed friend um, at the yeah. apartment. And they're in Hannah's room at this point. Do we know why, why they're in the girls' apartment by themselves? Because I think it's the middle of the day and both of them work now. Oh, so they just decide to let themselves in to their apartment? I assume Charlie was probably already there. Oh, because he's making something for Marnie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so gotcha. I think that's why they're initially there is because he's making something for Marnie for the apartment. Um, And then... Yeah, so then the friend is snooping. Charlie's doing nothing about it. And then, and he's looking at Hannah's underwear that has holes in the crotch, but not like in an intentional sexy way, just because they're, if they're just old underwear. Yeah, he goes, oh, crotchless panties. And he goes, no, these are holes in this underwear. They're, these are just holes in the crotch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he finds Hannah's diary. Mm-hmm. which leads me to I think my favorite shot 
of the episode and honestly all the episodes we've watched where it's like the still shot the camera stops moving mm-hmm. and them going in and out of the frame in the door frame yeah and like charlie's like trying to tackle him and chase him down but the camera's not moving at all i don't know i just thought that was fun to look at and good uh, it was a very fun shot it felt um almost very cartoonish because they're yeah. like fighting over this diary because the friend reads something at first Charlie's like put away her diary that's like an invasion of privacy and then he's like no and then he reads something goes quiet and then Charlie's like what did you read and he's like mm, nothing and he's like I'm just gonna take this with me and he's like no tell me and then they start fighting over it to read it and they're going in and out of frame and I think that was that was a well done and it's moment. like pretty obvious at that point that he read something about Charlie we don't find out what it is until the end of the episode but mm-hmm. um and then after that, cuts back to Jessa uh, and Jessa cosplaying being lower class. Yes. So Jessa takes uh, these children to the park and she starts unionizing with the other nannies. Yeah. And she um, also, and has that like funny conversation where she's like, they're like, wait, you're the nanny. You're not the mom. And she's like, no, I'm just like you. Yeah. She literally says the words, I'm just like you. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I will take a pay cut. Like, if you guys aren't being paid enough, like, we need to work together. Um, and But she obviously does not know what she's talking about because one of the nannies is like, I could write a charter. And she goes, yeah, I don't know what that is, but totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's just kind of, like, all talking of game. Um, and then she loses the kids. Yeah. And one of the other nannies was like, where did your kids go? And they, she finds them. They're, like, hiding under, like, a, I, I don't even know what they're hiding under. And she, like, flips out of them and was, like, get over here, you little shits type of thing. And they are, like, no. Um, which, like, you know, kids are little shits sometimes. But I think when you're a nanny, um, you can't call them that, probably. I've yeah. never been a nanny, but um, I think that's part of the job requirement. After that, we then are at Shosha's apartment. Oh, we forgot. We forgot something. Sorry. Oh, um, Hannah showing her co-workers Adam's picture. <gasps> yes. What did they yeah. say about it? I didn't take any notes on this. I don't really remember what they said. They were just kind of like, well, that's crazy. And then she's like, yeah, I get this. And then after he says, uh, sorry, wrong person, whatever. And they're like, first of all, who abbreviates sorry? Second, like, you need to tell him off. Like, that's not okay. And Hannah's kind of like, oh, like it's like she's realizing that for the yeah. first time true she needed uh, wasn't marnie to tell her yes because marnie's always going to be against adam and she knows that so she need, definitely needed that outside perspective yeah um okay and then so after that that's when we are at shosha's apartment with her and skylar aston and mm-hmm. skylar aston has like a brace on his knee and she's like do you like the movie and he's like yeah it's fine and like then he starts like rubbing his knee and she's like are you comfortable and he's like oh just like after sitting for a while like it just like starts to like kind of feel tense or like something like he's talking about his knee and she's like you can put it on me and like so he just <laughs> his legs on it and then they're like sitting there awkwardly and then he's like you can touch it and then she's like and then it pans out and he like has a boner and she's like we have to kiss first before I touch it and I don't know the whole scene made me laugh but it and he's wearing flip-flops 
he is wearing flip-flops I also have a note about that just the idea of a knee brace is like really funny to me and it reminded me of the song um what's what's the guy from Broad City um Hannibal um yeah okay yeah yes yes so he he is also um a rap artist and he has this song called fucker from behind with a knee brace and (laughs) that's what was on my mind this entire time when I saw the knee brace um I have a note that says take off the sandals Skylar um no flops no flops Mm -mm. Uh, um also like I think that people should take their shoes off in other people's homes most of the time like I think that more times than not the situation it's appropriate for you to just remove your shoes unless it's like a big party like a house party then like Mm -hmm. leave them on but like especially living in New York City take your damn shoes off before entering someone's home I think yeah that's gross disgusting and then he's wearing flip-flops just like we know the bottom of his feet are disgusting yeah and she's Shosh is it gonna let him into her bed with those disgusting feet? No. Um, but then and so then they're making the out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Um, and he's like ripping her clothes off, and she is sitting there like, okay, like this. Oh, all right. Uh, this is happening type of thing. And he says, oh my god, you smell like a baby. And she says, cause I wear lady speed stick. <laughs> which I thought was a great piece of dialogue and so anyways he's like ripping her clothes off and he starts eating her out and she is like very uncomfortable you could they have this great shot of her face where she's just like reacting to it and she's kind of like "Mm, yeah and Skylar asks and says something like oh yeah and by the way like I'd love to eat pussy or something like that that whole line I was like no like you don't need to announce it actually (laughs) like just like why I'm like so sick and tired I don't think it's really much of a thing anymore but I feel like that was a thing presented in media that it was like um oh my goodness not demoralizing um but what oh my goodness it wasn't like manly to go down on a woman Mm. Mm -hmm. and there was some toxic masculinity there. There's a whole bit in The Sopranos about it too, where like really guys likes to go down on his girlfriend, and they all find out about it, and they all make fun of him for it. And I'm like, whoa! But it's like a thing that like it's it's like demoral. I guess demoralizing for the man to like to like to go down on a woman. And I have to. I'm assuming that it has something to do with the fact that like they're like, oh, you can't make her come by just like sticking it in her so you have to do other ways and I'm like I'm I'm just glad that that's not as I don't think as much of a thing in media anymore yeah oh I hate that did people pre like 2000s have good sex was that possible did they know how I think they did they just didn't talk about it because it was like shameful I guess I don't know that's very sad orgasm before (laughs) no woman has orgasm before the year 2000 (laughs) yeah God. um yeah that is in the city there's like a I feel like there's like an episode or something but it's not like they're not they don't really make fun of the guy necessarily they're like oh my god he's like a like 
diamond in the rough kind of situation like finding a guy that likes to go down on a woman like that's so rare like yeah that's so sad I remember there was an episode of friends where sorry I don't mean to reference friends in our good year lord's year of 2023 um but where Joey is like donating to sperm bank and they're like oh but you you can't come outside of the sperm bank like you know keep those boys for the cup type of thing and he was like well I don't know what to do like I'm seeing this girl and because it's network television they can't really say what they want to say but Monica and I think Rachel are like well have you considered just like being there for her and he was like what and he was like they're like you know just like helping her out and he's like so confused by it. and he does I think he ends up like the episode he ends up going down on her and she's like oh my god like now I want to help you out type of thing but yeah yeah I don't remember that that's funny though the 90s they were just not a place for female pleasure I suppose no um well Skylar asked and then finds out that Shosh is a virgin mm-hmm. like oh I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's such a dick to her because he's like, oh, virgins just like get attached. And, yeah. and she I don't want to say my favorite line. She has my favorite time too. I'm not an attached bleeder. Yeah, I don't get attached when I bleed. <laughs> I just, uh, that made me laugh so hard. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I just loved that. That made me laugh very, very hard. And- <laughs> Yeah, just very silly because, yeah, just very, very silly. Uh, <laughs> and then after this bit, we go back to Jessa, I believe. Uh, we go back to Jessa, yeah. And Catherine Hahn and her husband are making out at their house, you know, trying to get it on. And they open the their door to their home and Jessa and the kids are sitting in the living room. And yeah. they're like, oh oh hey um we weren't just like making out and the mom Catherine Hahn is like why aren't the kids asleep yet because it's very late and Jess is like oh they wanted to stay up for you which again I have never been a nanny I know the job is very stressful however I feel like I don't know just put the kids to sleep I feel like there are some tricks tips and tricks of being like all right you could stay up from you know for your parents but you have to stay in bed yeah yeah um I think it was Jessa trying to suck up to the kids so the kids wouldn't rat on her but then they do oh yeah yeah so then the oldest rats on her and she's like Jessa lost us and then the parents are like don't lie yeah don't say that about Jessa and Jessa doesn't say anything she doesn't say anything until Catherine Hahn leaves and she talks to the dad. And also the reasoning for why they're lying is so off base because the dad is like, but we ran into you guys before you went to the park as if she can't lose them later. I don't know yeah, why that reasoning made sense to them. And so Catherine Hahn's like, all right, like let's go to bed. And Jessa talks to the dad and she was like, I did, I did lose your children and I think they hate me now. And he's like, oh, We've all been there. I've yeah, lost I my lost kids before. One of them once. And also where he lost her, the Union Square Farmers Market. I was like, that's a terrifying place to lose a child. Yeah. I was like, it's no. So busy. Very busy. And I was like, no, don't love that. 
Uh, and like, okay, here's the thing. My parents have lost me too. It, they lost me at a funeral. And <laughs> I think. <laughs> Where did they find you? Um, It was like the reception for the funeral. So I like went into like the neighbor's apartment and was like watching TV with the kids. Yeah. Strangers. I don't know why they're like, why is this two-year-old here? Um. Anyway, so like I understand losing kids happen however maybe don't be so lenient with your nanny about losing kids like he doesn't really seem to ask her about it at all like you're paying this woman to take care of your children well he's not paying Catherine Hahn is Catherine Hahn is paying we did forget to mention that the oldest daughter when they run into him and Horatio he's like oh we're working and then the oldest daughter's like ha 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 you don't have a job you don't yeah that is important because why isn't he spending time with his children if he's unemployed yeah jessa and the dad have this weird connection of they're both kind of, he's not really good at being a dad and maybe she's not really good at being a nanny um and we moved to hannah going to see adam to confront him to confront him and she knocks on his door and is like hey, you sending my, me that pic and then saying it's for another girl is not cool. She has a really good monologue basically she saying does. about... Said, that would be a really good ACTF monologue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enrolling back in college so I could go do this monologue. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and she like says what she wants, what she like needs from him. She's like, I don't want a boyfriend, but I want someone to like <laughs> have sex with me and cuddle with me and think I'm the most amazing person in the world. I said, girl same um and then she said he like responds in some sort of way I forget what she says what he says and then she says I don't really see you hearing me which I thought was such a great way of like synthesizing his behavior yeah of like he is not actively engaged with what she's saying or doing ever at any point and I think that's such a real moment that we've all experienced where you're talking to someone and they are so utterly disengaged and it's so it's like it hurts yeah I felt like this was the most relatable moment in the show so far like that conversation and like I don't know like what she says I agree that we've all been there and like at first I was like yeah go off Hannah like for standing up for yourself and being like you're not going to change, so therefore this needs to end. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even really say anything, though. Yeah, he just stands there, like looking kind of sad. And she has this really good monologue, and she tops it off with like, "I, I'm sorry, I didn't figure out figure it out sooner." And then I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to go down. They start making out, but he says something. Because they start making out, and then she, like, apologizes. And I think he had said, I, I think I maybe I just didn't hear him say it, but he, I think, was like, that hurt my feelings. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'll never do that again. Yeah, he says something along the lines that he's like, I didn't like, he's like, it made me feel bad when you talked to me that way. And she was like, I don't like talking to you that way. Um, and then it, something, he's, she says something else, and she's like, I just don't know, like, who I am around you or who I want to be. And he said just be who you are 
And I was like, it's really upsetting that like his first genuine comment to her happens like after she's so emotionally like broken down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what kind of sex they had. If it was like normal or like weird. And so, <laughs> weird's like a terrible way to say it, but you get what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, back to the like what I've been saying of like, I just don't understand how what the intent behind Lena Dunham's writing was about how we're supposed to feel about it. Like, are we supposed to like that they kiss? Like, are we supposed to be rooting for them? Because other people I I've talked to about this show, I think eventually there is like a feeling. I feel like people do like them being together by the end of the show. So like that, I just can't see that happening. Yeah, at, at this present moment, I'm he just seems so irredeemable. And I don't like Hannah, but there are moments where I'm like, you have potential. You have potential for growth. Like this monologue, I was like, that's a big stepping stone. But then it's like, she'll take a step and then it's another two steps back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we find out that she's late to Charlie and the Unnamed Friends concert. So we yes. see all of them at the concert. And Hannah shows up and they're like, Marnie's like, you've already missed the first few songs or whatever. And she's like, where were you? Blah, 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 blah. And then Jess is like, Oh come on! Oh come on! Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good Jess impression. <laughs> thank, thank you. Um, like oh, don't like don't you recognize a freshly fucked person when you see them or something? And Shosha's like, I just told you we didn't fuck. <laughs> She's gonna get that made me laugh so hard. I just loved Shosh this entire episode. Shosha's my favorite. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah. Um, and then. Once again, the friend giving, doing nothing, Absolutely like adding nothing. his thighs, like not like he's supposed to be like the drummer. He's just doing nothing. And I was like, why are you there? It's embarrassing for all involved in this. It, it um, is. And, um, and then they pull out their finale. Um, <laughs> showstopper. A real showstopper. And uh, they, they wrote a song using lines from hannah's diary it's called uh, diary. called hannah's diary he's like this is dedicated to marty and her friend hannah and it is about how she does not like charlie and how she thinks charlie is not good enough for marnie and yeah because and it has the line of like how do you feel about being with a man with a vagina like all this like mm-hmm. all this stuff like that hannah's writing in her personal diary. In her personal diary. And so Hannah's horrified. Marnie's horrified. Marnie throws her drink on her and is like, you're such a bitch. I understand if Hannah went into the world and started telling people this and was like, I'd understand that. However, they took her personal diary and decided to display it onto the world. Like, you can't People are entitled to their private thoughts if they remain private. Yeah, because I feel like Hannah was still being, like, a decent friend to Marnie through that whole situation of, like, being like, you really need to break up with him, but also not, like, saying anything outright bad. And she never said anything to Charlie. Like, it's, 
Yeah, she treats Charlie well. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I also do love Jessa being like, "Whoa, I loved that!" Like, <laughs> uh, like not being mortified at all, and not understanding the situation, and also being like, "I have no stakes in this." Love yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I felt bad for charlie but also is like dick move but also understand like height of emotions emotions running high mm-hmm. like i don't know a lot going on there they all there's a lot going on need to just talk yeah they they really do need to communicate i started to watch a little bit of the next episode but then i had to stop myself because i was like i'm gonna conflate it into this one and i will say that they do start a little bit of a conversation the next one they're like at his apartment right no they're still at her apartment i want to say oh okay yeah um to have the conversation at least maybe they move over to his um one of the next two episodes because that's uh, all i've seen they do talk for a very long time at his apartment it's the first time mm, his apartment and stuff so that's coming up yeah i think Oh, we should say our favorite quote and then we maybe move into our synthesis. Um and I, our, I think pyramid. Oh my god, our pyramid. How could I forget about my pyramid? Okay, favorite quote and then pyramid. Um, I think we have the same favorite quote, which is I don't get attached when I bleed, or I'm not a attached bleeder. Yeah, the I'm not an attached bleeder or your eyelids are oily. <laughs> Yes. And also, Skylar Aston had a funny quote: "The a lake between two kayaks, you can die that way." <laughs> that one also made me laugh. Um, but yeah, Shosha's "I'm not an attached bleeder," a classic. A classic. Are you an attached bleeder, Hannah? I really am not. I am. I could blood proudly say that. <laughs> um. Okay pyramid do you want me to go first yeah you go first mine I I keep going back and forth should I stop start at the the bottom start at the bottom okay I put Jessa at the bottom of this episode (laughs) because I was like I think that endangering our youth that's Mm. the thing but also I just like that whole situation of like lying about it and like I don't know I think she's just really selfish in this episode and the relationship with the father is just like getting gradually more tense mm-hmm. like a, not in a good way and like something is gonna happen and it feels like she I don't know is like instigating it and it's just gonna blow up any day now it feels like and mm-hmm. I don't know I she just really bothered me in this episode and the fact like the conversations she's having with the other nannies and like the fact that she's not watching the kids at all and yeah just that whole thing is just like frustrating for me mm-hmm. um, and then the third and second slot I keep going back and forth but I think the third worst is Marnie. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like we don't get a lot of Marnie in this episode, but I think it's everything that leads up to this episode. 
Oh, okay. That's fair. For me, like, I feel like, because this episode, we don't, we like barely get her. We get her in the beginning and the end. That's it. Yeah, but, that is it. Um, I think just because of everything that happens with Charlie and that it kind of reaches its, like, point or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tipping point is the word, phrase. It reaches the tipping point and, like, yeah, Marnie just better deal with her stuff and like her throwing the drink in Hannah's face is like just so much and yeah and the whole thing just she is an upsetting person even though nothing we don't see her in this episode it's just like all the context and the whole reason of this episode is because of her right second spot I would put Hannah um because I think Hannah does have some redeeming moments but then again, disappoint ultimately disappoints us. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. And then of course our girly show. Our shining girl. Our shining Gosh. virgin is at the top <laughs> of this week. Yes. Um, I agree with that whole list, so I'm not gonna um, make my own list. Um I didn't because I was gonna put Hannah third, but I think you brought up such a good point of like this is it has cultivated to this moment for Marnie. Yeah. Um, Everything, not... the ending of this episode and the majority of this episode is happening because of her actions and words or lack right. of action. Right. I think lack. Because Hannah has said the vagina thing to Marnie before. So it wasn't Hannah's words. It was the fact that Charlie found out. And how the hell was she supposed to know Charlie was going to read Hannah's diary? Yeah. That's not usually what happens when partners come over to your house. They don't read your roommate's diary. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. And I agree with our golden girl, Shosh, golden golden child on the top. So, um, I think the thesis for this episode is, Lena, how are we supposed to feel? Lena, we're confused. Lena, what? Yeah. Are we supposed to like you? Are we supposed to like Adam? I think that's the thing. I was like, are we supposed to like Adam? Like, do we want Hannah to end up with Adam at the end of the day? Right. I'm still feeling that it's supposed to be like a gray area. Ah, I don't know. Because it is no a gray area. qualities so far. Yeah, but like we do know people in our lives that like, are working through stuff but then still go back to people who have no redeemable qualities like that is a thing that happens in your 20s yeah um also but not us because we're perfect so (laughs) that would never (laughs) ever done with is perfect so (laughs) um i just thought of in this moment another sort of sex in the city connection Mm -hmm. um because obviously Adam is supposed to be the big villain, but then he makes furniture, supposedly, which right. is what carries other love interest, Aiden. He makes right furniture. from my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Yes. Which he's gonna be in the new season of in just like that. We love that. We we love a thirty year romance. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Justice for Aiden. 
on this girl's podcast I say just so <laughs> um but yeah that is kind of all I have to say um I almost apologize for not talking about like a really big part of this episode or the deep diving in it but also no not sorry yeah maybe we should give a little bit of a a warning at the top of the episode we could edit it in but I'm not sorry about that either it's not a fun thing to talk we about have boundaries yeah Let it's us called workplace boundaries, boundaries. <laughs> it's called being healthy so learn about it <laughs> look it up but <laughs> um Okay, but so next time we'll be talking about episode five, which I don't know the title of yet because I haven't watched it. It's so. like some hard to be easy or something like that. It has easy in the title. I hope it's easy to be hard. Easy to be hard. Easier to say no. Thank you. Okay, yeah. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>